she isn't afraid to dissect an issue, even if it ruffles some feathers. With Global Top Talkers, here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. We've got Craig Needles from our Global News Radio in London. And Makai Taggart, News Director of Global News Toronto, who graces me with his presence. It's always nice to see you. It's great to be here. I like it in person. Hey, guys. Hi, Alex. All right, let's talk um, a little bit about beer. We won't spend too much time on it. The government uh, cancelling the scheduled increase, which would have kicked in in January. I don't see this story as a a big deal. It does not offend me. Um, And I'm just a little bit surprised that everyone's kind of going on and on and on, Craig, because we're not going to really lose that much revenue. And to me, it's just one of these easy headlines for the Ford government, and they cross a a promise off the list. Uh, yeah, I don't know, like, uh, this isn't something that really is going to bother me all that much either. Uh, yeah, it's revenue that uh, would have been there, but there are uh, other ways to generate revenue and other ways to not spend a whole lot of money. So I'm not terribly stressed about uh, about that particular angle of, of the story. I think that we already probably have spent too much in alcohol as it isn't problem. Yeah, it's an easy win for the for the Ford government, and this is something that they've been doing over and over again on often on Fridays actually, where they <laughs> where they remove something that the liberals have put in place. It's a small win for the average person. It's something people can wrap their head around. It's only three cents a liter of yep. beer, maybe about a quarter, a two four, but still, it's something that the government can say, "Hey, we're doing this for you, little guy," and people will uh, will listen. But at a certain point, as Alan Carter was saying just a couple minutes ago, they're going to have to start putting in place their own um, programs and policies as opposed to just taking away some of the things that people were complaining about that have been brought in by the Liberals. Yeah, the uh, low-hanging fruit is the easy stuff, but uh, it'll be the tough stuff that's coming next. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, and we won't spend a ton of time. Well, no, we'll talk pot. Let's talk pot because beer goes with pot. Um, Because we are now five days until legalization. And the National Post reporting that uh, the uh, the largest police force in Canada, they're still really grappling with how to reliably and quickly get blood samples from those who they suspect are impaired. I think this is going to be a big problem. I don't think the smoking part is going to be a big problem, but this this enforcement problem is going to be big, Mackay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I hope, I'd like to think that people who uh, are, are going to start smoking more marijuana now that it's legal aren't going to get behind the wheel, but there will be some idiots out there who don't make the correlation. Mark Emery, I know, was uh, talking once with uh, Jeff MacArthur on on the morning show on Global and said blatantly, I'm a better driver when I'm high. And I think people who take (laughs) that... he must be a really lousy driver. Well, yeah. (laughs) Probably shouldn't be licensed at at all. But I I think that people who take that approach are are dangerous. I just hope they are in the minority. And there will be that transition. We we are investing in new technology and it will take a while for it to become uncommonplace. Yeah, Mark Emery, I mean, he's kind of unique, um, Craig, well, in many ways. But the fact is, he's very used to smoking it. If you're not used to smoking, I just don't think anyone should be doing it, but I'm just more puzzled as to when do the police think they are going to have this together? I'm I'm wondering about that too, but I would also suggest that I don't know if there's going to be this whole flood of brand new pot smokers on October 17th. Mm, I think yeah. th- there'll be a few, but I maybe. think that people that enjoy marijuana are probably already smoking it right now, and I think there are people that are as we speak. High behind. Behind the, high behind the wheel right now. <laughs> yeah. There might be someone who is smoking marijuana as we talk to them on the radio <laughs> right now. Um, so I don't know if this is necessarily something that is going to get us into a whole different position than we are in right now. Uh, basically, any enforcement is better than what we currently have. So it, it might take a little while to adjust, but I don't know if we're going to be in a situation where it's uh, incredibly dangerous or at least more dangerous than it is right here today as of October 7th. It's funny you say that, Craig, because we were having a conversation, a similar conversation in our Global News 
newsroom today about uh, what something we want to do uh, come the 17th when marijuana consumption is legal is find somebody, find an adult, someone who's lived their, the whole, their whole adult life without smoking marijuana, but now wants to try it now that it's legal and now that it's something that is, is maybe more societally acceptable. And, and we want to do a story about how to actually start smoking marijuana yeah. responsibly, because it is something, as you point out, it affects different people in different ways. And if you're someone like Mark Emery, who's a, who's a lifelong consumer, uh, you know how to handle it. But if you are somebody who's maybe smoking pot for the first time... I should send my mother to you. Please I'm do, I'm sure she'd honestly. be curious. She's never smoked, but she'd be a ball. And I'm it sure. sounds silly. It sounds a little trite. <laughs> but I think it actually... We have an obligation, I think, as a news organization to help people adjust to this new norm and to do things responsibly and to adjust to this responsibly. So if there is anybody out there yeah. who... And, and you know, I, I'd even go so far as to say we would foot the bill. Oh, uh, wow. That's but, fun. But, 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 I, but I think... I, and I know it's, it, it sounds a little silly, and I'm sure some people might shake their heads, but I do think that it's a valid story. Oh, no, it's a totally valid story. Because and, we, we all do stories about how to drink responsibly. Sure. And, and there, is, there is a fine line between what is too much and what is, is, is the right amount. And but the, I think the the, yeah, the companies, yeah. and it's amazing. I've never had more pot um, possible interviews in my oh. life. I literally get like 100, do you need a pot for, for this or that? And they do. They have people that are like, here's the strain and here's what you should do and how to start. And, and not just the interviews. I see, as I'm sure you do working in this industry, we get countless pitches from PR yeah. firms. And yeah. there is a lot of money. Uh, They're willing to take people wine and dine and, and smoke them up and and all to try to um, get their brand in front of a camera or a microphone. Yeah, because Craig, that's all they can do. They can't advertise like the, the, the tobacco and the alcohol companies, which had years before to do it, before it was also taken out. So they have to reach this market much differently and much more, I think, creatively than other sins right. that we love. And, and and that's true. And well, they basically they, and they have to strike while the iron's hot because yeah. they're looking at news organizations like Global News and think of themselves, okay, this marijuana thing is going to be a story for a little while after a little while. Yeah. Then we got to then we got to figure it out. So strike while the iron's hot. So it makes. It makes sense of doing it that way. Yeah, for sure. Well, nonetheless, I think viewers and listeners should pretty much prepare. I think, are, are, would it be too much to be hiring a pot specialist? Are we going to see that, do you think? I can't imagine. There's just so many, so many well, stories you can talk think, about. Think about every, every newspaper in yeah. this country has a wine connoisseur who does yeah. op-eds on, or, or uh, opinion pieces or, or uh, you know features on wine. That, that's going to be a, a market that is going to be untapped and, and is going to be more common. Let's talk about Roseanne just for a second. Uh, ABC execs are now saying that they may have rushed to judgment in firing her. Instead, they should have suspended her uh, over that racist tweet. Craig, do you, do you think that maybe they're sensing that the Connors might not do so well and maybe she's coming back? I would suspect that they are very much sensing the Connors aren't doing so well. But I don't know if she's coming back because I think that... You're not going to win any friends and influence any people because you've already fired her. So you ticked off some people, and the people that wanted her gone, you're going to tick them off. You bring her back. So I don't know if bringing her back is really an option. And we all wonder about the road less problem. I'm sure every ABC executive is thinking to themselves, "Okay, what would life be like if we didn't do that?" I think there are some headaches they're probably not thinking about that maybe they would were considering once they actually did fire her. So it's natural to wonder what if you make the other choice. But uh, I think that if you uh, ask them in their heart of hearts, they might realize that. 
that, yeah, this, the Roseanne was a big show, but they they probably, at the end of the day, made the right call, the, the, the least bad of the two bad decisions. Yeah, you're too generous. Money talks. <laughs> money oh, talks. Yeah. Oh, and I, realize, that I realize that money talks, but that's why they fired her in the first place. You also, <laughs> I mean, capitalism. I do have some sympathy for these big companies in these situations where these, where these uh, PR nightmares explode, and you have to make a swift decision. If you waver, you look like you are losing control of the situation. That's why they should have suspended her, and, and then they could have fired her, you know? It, it, it's, a, it's a tough one, yeah. You, you have a very short window and they made the decision. And I think that show, frankly, looking at the ratings, um, it was not it did well when it when it started out the last season. It started to peter off. It was it wasn't having the momentum. So maybe this is also a way to save a huge salary that they were going to be on the hook for for season number two. Stay tuned. All right, guys, I got to leave it there. Thank you and get back to your Friday. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. Craig Needles over at Global News Radio in London and Mackay Taggart in person here. You can, of course, catch him over at Global News in Toronto. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.